Welcome to the Dewhawk Digest, the podcast for all things Loris College. In this episode, we dig into the Loris Women's Leadership Alliance, from the impact it has on campus to plans for the upcoming year. I'm Robert Waterbury, Assistant Director of Campus Communications, and I'm pleased to welcome Development Officer Kayla Schneider. Kayla, welcome to the Dewhawk Digest. Thank you very much for having me, Robert. I should say welcome back. Actually. Yes. Hey. Yeah, it's been a while. I, I yes. almost kind of forgot how this works. <laughs> Let's see. It's like riding a bike. Just get back on the podcast uh, wheel here. Mm-hmm. Open mouth, say things, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so the Loris Women's Leadership Alliance, also known as the LWLA, which will do that because that's a less of a mouthful moving yeah. forward. But, so can you provide an overview about what it's all about? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So back in 2017 is when the Loris Women's Leadership Alliance um, came to fruition. Uh, The board consists of volunteer alums, uh, faculty and staff, um, and their sole focus, their main mission was to make an impact on the students. So their goal was to set out to engage or re-engage the alumni community and the Loris communities uh, to support the students. And they're supporting students through scholarship, financially. And then I'm sure you've seen that we've hosted a variety of events too. So they like, usually twice a year, fall and the spring, uh, we bring a speaker in. Um, We've had great speakers uh, to help with uh, professional development, networking, just great opportunities to just provide whatever the students need. Mm -hmm. Well, some of the programs you've mentioned, I know, it's been a little while since we had a, had mm-hmm. a in-person one, but um, kind of looking back, can you recall some of the programs that we've done? Yeah, yeah. So the first one, uh, Beth Munn, she's actually on the board. Um, she's a 96 grad, and she came and told her story about NASA, um, which was amazing. Um, and then we brought in Meg Beccaro, who's on our National Alumni Board, 96 graduate, um, talking about confidence, uh, communicating your best self. Um, last year? two years ago and losing track of time, we brought back in 99 graduate Autumn Pino and she did a nice uh, uh, presentation on servant leadership. So that's just like a a little peek in on some of the topics that are covered. In the spring, it's a little bit different. We typically will do more more, uh, intimate um, events for students, like we're solely inviting the students mm-hmm. and we want to hit on topics like resume uh, writing, um, how to send an email, how to apply for a job, um, that kind of stuff that will really hone in on those skills um, for what they will need after Loris. Well, and, and the, the speakers coming to campus, like Beth coming in and talking about their experience, that that's not insignificant to to the students who are on campus because I mean they're very well received events. So it's it's a, there's a lot of students coming and hearing them tell their story firsthand, which really makes an impact to a student as they're you know working towards starting their career and looking forward to where they're going. Well, absolutely, and it it just kind of helps um, it helps them kind of want to fulfill their dreams and be like, wow, these we have some great alums out there who have amazing stories. And and Beth, being a PR major, you know, she loves the sciences and she will push STEM to no other. And it's nice to have advocates like that because STEM is a field that is traditionally or um, statistically um, very low in females. So um, it's nice that we have that. And yeah, it, it they are well received. Um, we typically bring in anywhere between 75 to 120 
uh, people that, that join in. This past fall was a little bit different, obviously, with COVID. Um, we weren't able to bring anyone on campus, but we did uh, do a book club. I can't really call it a book club because we only have had one event so far, uh, so we'll call it a book event. Um, and that was that was nice. It was different. It was the first time we've ever done anything like that at Loris. Um, and it, it just was it allowed us to engage a different audience of people. Um, so I was excited about that. So usually our events are here on campus, and so that limits the, the audience to the Dubuque and surrounding area where we were able to engage people from Washington, D.C., Seattle, all over, the, all over the country that normally wouldn't be able to come and engage. So, so I think in the spring we are talking about doing another uh, book event. Um, we haven't done any organizing on that yet, but I know that the board uh, really liked that um, just because we could engage a, a broader audience and the conversation was so captivating on there. Um, it was a really great conversation that we had with the book that was read. So we, I, I do foresee more of those in the future, even post-COVID, perhaps. Well, and, and that's one of the kind of the underlying positives, if you can take it positive out of a global pandemic, is that we're finding new ways to co communicate, mm -hmm. and it's actually expanding our networks here mm -hmm. and there, especially, you know, it's not just, well, you got to be on campus for this event, and yeah. we'll try and share out a video. Of mm -hmm. him. Now it's, look, everybody's communicating virtually, yeah. and so it's it's that full alumni network now completely kind of at your fingertips to, to communicate and to, to share share stories and, and information. Yeah, it's great. It's it's definitely changed our world uh, significantly, almost to a scary point, like, what what else can we do? Like, we can do this, that, and this. Um, but no, it's been great because uh, the more people that we can engage, obviously, uh, we, we the more people hear the Laura story, um, connecting them back to the college, and then in turn, um, supporting the college financially with a gift. Um, that is, that's the goal is just making sure that we're connecting and engaging as many people back to the college so that they can remember uh, their time at Loris and, and want to help support the, the current students so that they have the same experience that they had. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and the, it's not insignificant to, to, impact, to, to create that impact with the current students. So it's not only do they hear stories, but they now see, see somebody who's telling their story and then they can go up and talk to them and say, mm -hmm. hey, you know, and there's suddenly there's a support system being built up through, you know, obviously the whole concept that we have here of Duhawks supporting Duhawks. Yeah. I mean, that's very much kind of the, the underlying current of all of this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's definitely very powerful. I will say that it's 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 wonderful to be able to, to see the impact being made um, directly. So uh, I love it. I love it. So, um, and then coming up for the Women's Leadership Alliance, um, we have Duhawk Day. Um, and March, obviously, Duhok Day is in March, but what March is also significant because it's uh, National Women's History Month. So we are planning to do uh, a direct mail appeal um, for the Women's Leadership Alliance uh, from the Women's Leadership Alliance as well, um, and then we'll tie that in and have some social media uh, uh, can uh, social media campaign to kind of help with uh, the appeal, and that will lead us right into Duhok Day. Um, so yeah, March March will be March will be fun. But uh, we also have a scholar. So I mentioned the scholarship, and so the application for students is out right now. Um, the deadline is February twenty sixth. And if there are any students uh, listening to this podcast right now, I do encourage you to apply for the Women's Leadership Alliance scholarship. Um, 
deadline is is a hard February 26th, and the board will uh, be reviewing all the applications, and, and then they'll do the selection process from there. So I would say one of the most engaging things that the board really enjoys to do is being able to be involved in that process of uh, selecting the scholarship recipient. It really helps them get to know the scholarship recipient, um, because typically we usually take the recipient out for lunch, too, and it's a nice opportunity for the student recipient to even get to know the board members. So um, they really, really have come to, to like that that process. So, can you talk a little bit about what the criteria is for the scholarship? But what is yeah for for the students who are applying? What is it that uh, what kind of mark should they be hitting for their? Sure. Yeah, um, the scholarship does um, have. A requirement to submit, you know, if, if the students have any leadership experience, um, service experience, uh, kind of submit the resume with that. Um, GPA is not a requirement um, at all, um, and it is a female student, uh, so it will go to a female uh, junior or senior. So anyone who is a current sophomore or junior this year are the ones to apply. Um, it doesn't matter uh, if the student's local or, or not, it's just that's the criteria is uh, junior or senior uh, with uh, service and leadership um, on their resume, um, very well-rounded students. So yeah, we usually typically get around 20, 20 to, to 30 applicants um, and they all write an essay, they have to write an essay. Um, and so we read every single essay, and that's that's part of it. That's that's one of the, our most favorite parts as well is just really getting to know the students and and seeing why they want this scholarship. So um, yeah. Well, and well, let's talk about that a little bit in terms of yeah, obviously you look forward to to reading those essays and connecting. I mean, what kind of feedback do you get from the alumni who are all involved with LWLA and their their involvement? Is that what is it that other than just helping other Dewhawks, what is it that, that they step away that, that keeps them engaged with all of this? Well, I think just it just helps them get to know the student so much more. I mean, some of these some of these essays are so intimate. Like students are giving us a snapshot into their life um, and personal stories. And when you get to read that, you just feel so much more connected. And I think that's what it is with the board when they're when they're reading the the, the essays on that. It's just they're feeling the extra connection, um, and they really want to help. I mean, it's we would love to. I mean, ideally, th- there is no bad essay that we read, um, and it is a hard decision. So we, at, you know, we want to get to a point where we can give out you know, five, six, ten scholarships. Um, but right now it's only one, and so it, it's it's really difficult for us to, to sit down and read, um, but also encouraging because uh, we have some of the best students at Loris. And I can't say some of the best. We have the best students at Loris. So um, I think that's why they enjoy it so much. Mm-hmm. Well, and how much of that is, is also you made the call to, to students to, to make sure that they, <laughs> they apply for it. Even if they don't get that scholarship, I mean, they're they're established. Whether they realize it or not, they're establishing this connection with the alumni network that can pay off maybe not in the scholarship but in other ways down the road. Yeah, absolutely, and we encourage them to stay connected with it, attend the events, um, reach out to uh, to the alumni network. That's one part with professional development on, on that. The board um, and our alumni network, they're always so willing um, to – 
to give advice to the students who, you know, maybe they might need help figuring out like where, what they want to do, what direction they want to go in, what they want um, to get a job. Um, so it really helps build their networking. Working. Um, they might connect with them on LinkedIn and it just helps that conversation. But then the mentoring component with it, um, because long-term goal, um, the Women's Leadership Alliance does want to build a mentorship program. Um, more to come on that it's it's just in the very beginning stages mm-hmm. but but you're right like you know even if the students aren't selected for the scholarship they they are still connected um and they can still gain so much support um crucial support uh just for them mm-hmm. even into the future so yeah so and, and the lwla is only you said started in 2017 mm-hmm. so it's yeah coming up on it's just its fourth year here so yeah, it's very it's early on still a baby yes yeah, so <laughs> but but already the impact through the scholarships and through the the personal contacts is, is great where are you in addition to events what are you are you kind of hinted a little bit at a couple things mm-hmm. obviously there's things in the work and works and there's not a lot of details but where what else are you hoping to kind of where do you hoping to see the LWA LWLA go moving forward? Moving forward, I would love for the, like I said, the scholarship to continue to grow, um, just to receive even more support from that so that we can uh, support more than one uh, student annually. Um, But just, uh, I want you know, I want, when we have our events and whatnot, people are always so excited for that, and I love hearing them talk about them, but I want students to just not be afraid to to, to start the conversation either. Um, and I just want... I just want people to remember that you know we're that the LWLA is here to support, however however Loris needs. Um, so long term, you know, and, and the mentor, like I said, the mentor, um, the mentorship program that that they're wanting to do. Um, I'm hoping that that can uh, lead into um, you know higher retention rates for students. Um, and at some point, it would be nice to, to add in, you know, a, recru- a recruitment part. And hopefully, you know, people, um, female students, high school students see like, oh, there's a Women's Leadership Alliance on campus, uh, a group of individuals that support female students um, with the mentoring program. And I'm hoping that it will attract even more Duhawks. So, um, yeah. I hope that answered your question. Absolutely. Long-windedly, <laughs> always. <laughs> no, no problem. Well, it is a podcast, so talking is a good thing here. So. Uh, obviously, we know the, you know the the positive impact it has in students. And if alumni are listening to this, is there a way for if they want to, like, you know what, I really like this idea. I mean, I, I'd like to be involved in this. It, can they be involved? And if so, how can they get connected with the LWLA? You know, they can send me an email or send any of the board members an email as well. Um, but I would just encourage, um, we do have uh, 10, it's a board of 10 to 12 individuals um, and, and ways to get involved. If they if we have events, uh, attend the events, um, ask questions, engage on social media. If you see anything posted from the LWLA, share the LWLA um, uh, um, stuff that you see on social media get the word out um, so you can be connected that way. Or like I said, um, supporting the scholarship um, makes the biggest impact as well on the students. Um, so yeah, there there are several ways to be involved when, when the events are there and, and there will be opportunities um, 
uh, as the board, you know, gets older, um, to to maybe have new members join. I know at, at the very start we were having subcommittees, um, but it's still fresh. We're still getting getting those rolled out. So there will be other opportunities to get involved too. But I would say all the channels that we have, listen to the podcast. There is an LWLA podcast. Um, we've kind of put on pause for a little bit just due to COVID. Um, and hopefully when COVID relaxes a little bit and we can bring some more people on campus, people feel comfortable coming to campus, um, we'll be able to roll out more. So, um, but yes, just stay engaged, I would say, and attend the events. Well, we'll make sure that we can, we'll include your email and some other uh, links and ways that they can get involved. We'll include those with our show notes and actually wherever they can find the podcast, we'll include that information so they can, so if you're listening, you can kind of go to where your source and, and, and find that information and follow through. Um, we also, you mentioned the podcast. We, we definitely want to share that out. There is the LWL like mm-hmm. podcast. It right now it's housed on the daily Loris Daily website, which is daily.loris.edu, and you can find the tab at the top that calls for podcasts. You'll find it there. You'll also find it on iTunes and Spotify. Yep. And so that, I believe there were 13 initial episodes, mm-hmm. and more to come as soon as we can. As yeah. Soon as, as soon as yeah. we're ready to, to move forward with that. And Kayla is the host, so you can continue to. I mean, if you like what you're listening to today, you keep listening. <laughs> Kayla, and 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 the. The alumni, alumni that you speak to, and actually, well, now alumni, is, is, uh, even last year we spoke to Olivia, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. who is a fantastic student, now alumni, and yep. succeeding as a, as a graduate. Um, all really great stories, and hearing their, their inspiring stories and talking about the impact that Loris has had on them is really is really great to listen to. It's amazing. I mean, and that's part of why I love what I do as well, because I get to meet some of the best people and their stories. Um, they're just, I could just listen to them all day. And, and I'm sure they could talk about them all day because, and they, I'm sure they have more than just the stories that they're sharing on the podcast. But yeah, they, uh, it is, it's, it's great to, to just for a moment get back into like, you know, when they're reminiscing. So you're experiencing it with them. Mm-hmm. at that time so yeah it's fun it's good yeah so you said so plans for the, the upcoming year still in development still trying to figure that out obviously you know there's the uh, whole unknown of a pandemic that we've been dealing with for a year which impacts everything unfortunately it does and unfortunately you know I'm, I'm not I'm optimistic things are getting better I'm not optimistic we'll be able to have like much of an event uh, physical event with people um, for the spring but like I said we might be able to do um, we planning some some more mm-hmm. virtual um, events maybe for the spring um, and then hopefully things are a little bit more back to normal mm-hmm. in the fall we can have our bring a speaker in on campus and and then we'll have a little bit of normalcy but mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's kind of shaking things up a little bit but <laughs> we're doing we're making the most of it yeah well and like you said the way to, to stay engaged and to get involved if you're really interested in in being a part of LWLA is actually as these virtual events are coming take part but also share them out anybody you think is interested that would really benefit or think you know what they would really like to be a part of this they're mm-hmm. not aware of it maybe get them connected to and share those out so yeah stay yeah, our, our social media outlets will always share those out same with the loris daily as these events happen just kind of keep tuned in and and as as you see them you know just take part and you know help grow this really great organization right yeah. now yeah yeah and thank you for welcoming the women's leadership alliance um because they really do want to make a difference and support the students that's that's the one goal that they've always set out to do so mm-hmm. 
well, thank and you I, for help yeah. helping me get the word out. Sure, even if with you, know, like I said, the the one scholarship and and the mentorship program, all the yeah, you know, all those connections. As, as long as we can grow that out, it's just going to make a bigger and bigger impact as we go along. Absolutely. So, so, Kayla, thank you so much for sitting in and sharing some of the insights in the LWLA and kind of giving us a little bit of a look ahead as much as we can in the pandemic. But I really appreciate you coming in. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much again for having me and for everything that you do. No, oh, well, thank you, and, and thank you to Trent Hanselman, who's our producer extraordinaire. And thank you to everyone who listened into our discussion. For more podcasts as well as Loris news and features, be sure to visit the Loris Daily website at daily.loris.edu and sign up for free email updates while you're there so you get all the latest from Loris. If you consume your podcasts or iTunes and Spotify, you can find the Dewhawk Digest there, as well as LWLA podcasts, so feel free to check them out. We hope you'll join us next time for another Dewhawk Digest. And until then, take care of yourselves and each other, and go Dewhawks. Hawks.